It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, 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 been waiting all night. It's gang time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. They've been playing together a long time, and they've thrown a lot of balls. And uh, uh, so it's not a surprise uh, that they had a good day out there. Uh, but we've got a lot of confidence in Cooper Rush, and uh, uh, we've got a lot of confidence, frankly, in our backup quarterback situation. And I must tell you, though, that a performance like this with Cooper Rush gives me a little more confidence that we, uh, 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 we're making, uh, uh, at least we're somewhere in the universe in terms of how we were doing our quarterback and backing it up. This is a, uh, he can win games and win some, uh, win some get, get some good teams. And with that, we say good morning. Top of the morning to you. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Ah, man, it's a Monday. Plenty to talk about, plenty to do, plenty to get to today. Uh, We're going to start with Ryan. Ryan, good morning. How are you? Doing well. How are you this morning, Tom? Good. Do you have a good weekend? Uh, Pretty good, yeah. Good, good. Pretty good. Ward Whites, good morning. How are you? Outstanding. Do you have a good weekend? I did. Good. Mr. Whites? Are you ready at this juncture no. to apologize to Mr. and Mrs. Rush and to Cooper for all of the negative things you said about that man? Nope. Stand by him. You don't think he played well yesterday? I think he played well yesterday. I do. I do. But you said he was garbage and he couldn't play. He was he... garbage in the preseason. All right. Maybe he didn't want to show anything. <laughs> you just heard Jerry Jones said that they're, the way that they proc confidence that they know that they're doing the right thing. Okay. You're not buying it? No, I don't buy it. All right. Sorry. How about... I think he played well yesterday, though. Would you buy... uh, Would you buy... I guess you're going to put them in the playoffs? No. Uh, Of course they are. They're going to win the East. I knew it. I never doubted that. (laughs) Not for one darn minute. Okay. (laughs) So... (laughs) Well, you're getting wore out here on the CNC Collision Center text line. This is crying. Look, I get it. I was... I he played wrong. better than I thought he would. I was wrong. He played. He played pretty good. You know what he had that but I didn't he did th- not show any of that. He did not show he could make any of those throws in the preseason. He just didn't. He, here's what I would tell you that he did that I didn't think he could do with that offensive line, which again I thought played pretty the darn offensive well. Offensive line played well. That's two weeks now. That, that wasn't the issue. Uh, he had poise. He, mm-hmm. you know, and you don't get poise without he stood in there and played well he did and that I didn't I didn't doubt that he could throw the football you're not going to be on an NFL roster if you can't I, I didn't think that he would I thought there would be some shakiness and pain mm-hmm. if he if he was nervous he'd certainly is a had a good poker face no he, he he didn't look nervous at all now the crazy part in the second half is they never had the football at one point they had 14 snaps and that was in the fourth quarter at well, no, point. this was this was earlier. No, going into the fourth quarter, they had 14 snaps. Yeah. They they punted. They had four plays and punted, three plays and punted, eight plays and fumble is all they had in the third quarter. Yeah, I mean, it, and then 
the Bengals said, "Hey, we're going we're going to take a page out of your book and we're going to run the run the run the rock and would they have a 9-minute drive something like mm-hmm. that? 20 plays." Yeah. That's crazy. Well, that's what they want to do when you get right down to it. I um, I, I think that's what the Cowboys want to do actually. It should be. I mean, I, to me, that's the way to win football games. They um uh, I thought the Cowboys ran the ball okay. I do too. Uh, and, and you know, and you had guys step up and play well. I thought Noah Brown. Wow, nice, nice day. Mm-hmm. And he was kind of the comfort blanket, if you will. Oh, there's no doubt for Cooper Rush. There's no doubt. Uh, when in doubt, look to your buddy. Mm-hmm. You know the guy you've been throwing to, because you're both second team guys, and yeah. So. C.D. Lamb says, you know what? I'm tired of hearing you flapping your gums. And I think he stepped up his game a little bit. He played better. And defensively, I thought they, boy, can anybody block Micah Parsons? They haven't yet. Holy smokes. That guy's guy's pretty good. He's pretty incredible. (laughs) (laughs) He's pretty incredible for what he can do. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Here we go. Let's just jump right in here. Uh, here's one from the 254. Has Ward ordered his Cooper Rush jersey yet? No. <laughs> That's great. Good one. Uh, here's one. Uh, still the worst in the in in still the worst quarterback in the NFL? Question mark. Um, one game is not going to change my mind. Okay, that answers that question. Good morning, gentlemen. Your favorite Cowboys pessimist here. I guess Rush and Brown are just as good as Dak and Lamb. Well, at least statistically. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how about Stephen Jones coming out and saying that Dak could be back as early as next Monday night? I Again, I'll stand by what I said last week. The last thing you want to do is rush your – franchise quarterback back if he's you know if he's that guy I'm not sure that you put him in that much harm's way but maybe yeah look we're not doctors maybe the injuries wasn't as bad you know it could have been just a a slight fracture or a hairline fracture I don't know what they did they I don't know that they've ever come out and said hey we went in and put screws in or hey we went and embraced I don't know exactly what and they got in there and what they saw I don't think that's ever come out if it has I've missed it so maybe the injury is not as bad as we thought it was. Well, and, and I'm with you. No matter what, uh, I'm not but rushing him back. No, I don't. I don't think so. I mean, why would you when you got Cooper I Rush? Mean, if this is later in the season, you're on a Super Bowl run, and I heard you, but <laughs> you're ignoring me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, if boy. you're on a Super Bowl run at late in the season, maybe you rush him back because all hands on deck. Right. But not a third game of the season, fourth game of the season. Hey, I think if we all were honest, we none of us thought Cooper Rush was. No. I didn't it, think he'd play that well. No. And I think most of us didn't. Again, I, I was the, the thing that shocked again, me it's was. a small sample size. Yeah, it is. It is. And people now got some, got, got some good game film on him, you know, tendencies and things of that nature. And, you know, they'll, they'll try to find. Weeks. And look, he played better in the first half than he did in the second half. Well, he I, played he played okay in the second half. He did. He missed some throws in the second half, which is going to happen in an NFL game. It right. is. But he was in a comfort zone the first couple of drives. They had those scripted, and he knew exactly what he was going to do. He probably dreamed about them the night before. 
So, I mean, that gives him a little bit of an advantage to be more comfortable in that situation. I thought in the second half he just never got a chance to get any rhythm because they weren't on the field. Well, and I mean, that's, you know, that's on them. Three yeah. and out, four and out. Yeah, no, I, I get it. You know, I, I totally get that. And 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 the defense did not get them off the field. No, they did. Uh, you know, you don't have but nine minutes. You, yeah. you got to help that defense a little bit. You right. can't have a three and out and a four and out. Well, especially after that nine minute drive, I said, you know, the one thing they've got to do is they've got to slow it down, get some first downs. Mm-hmm. That defense is gassed. Yeah, absolutely gas so uh we'll dive into that today we'll talk about baylor's win over texas state what does that mean jerry hill's going to join us at the bottom of the hour this morning we'll get into that uh we'll talk more about the cowboys hear some more uh from jerry jones i think our own matt mosley was there so uh we'll get into some jerry jones audio with you uh ricky torres how about those itasker wampus cats off to a four and oh start their head coach ricky torres will join us and we'll talk about the uh the run that the uh, the cats are on, we'll do that at the top of the hour n- next hour. Uh, and I do want to get into a a little lengthy more uh, discussion about Dak Prescott. You know, what's the plan for Dak? I mean, do you play him even if the doctors clear him? Do you play him Monday night? Is he ready to go? Do you would you be in better shape to take another? seven or eight days with him. Uh, so we'll get into that. We'll also talk about the top 25. We'll talk some college football with you. Uh, what was your big surprise over the weekend? We'll get into that. Uh, and uh, we'll do that uh, in uh, as we roll along here on this uh, Monday morning. So we are off and running. This is game time. Your first word in sports presented by our good friends at Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend of the car business. Anybody want to guess the weather? Hot. Uh, yeah, for the next, what, two weeks did I see? Mm-hmm. So 97 today, and I'm telling you, Saturday morning when I got to the stadium, when I got to McLean, opened the, opened, well, first of all, when I walked out the door of my house to go to McLean, the humidity about knocked me down. <laughs> I mean, it. look, guys, we're, we're back to drought conditions, sunny, hot, and no rain. Yeah, I it, mean, no mention of rain. Yeah, it is. There is no mention of rain for the next at least seven days, probably longer. So anyway, uh, right now it's about 79 degrees in the heart of Texas. All right, there you go. All right, 710, we're off and running. It is a Monday. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on the John Moore Show. Kevin Eschenfelder, our guest, University of Houston, football play-by-play. I think the anticipation is going to be much greater. You know, we're going to be able to build rivalries between uh, Houston and Baylor and, and, you know, historic rivalries that the guys that are your age can, you know, think back and appreciate those teams that played against one another in the Southwest Conference days. And, uh, you know, I think college football will be better for it. John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. It's almost fall, school has started, pumpkin spice is everywhere, and football is finally back. The temperatures are dropping, and you think you have escaped summer's dreaded effects on your foundation. Then, you see it. Where did that crack come from? Wait, this door doesn't latch. Or, why doesn't this window open? Most people don't realize the full effects of summer soil movement until September or October. And the fall season is typically the busiest time of the year for foundation repair. Do you want your home in tip-top shape for the holidays? Do you want the topic at Thanksgiving dinner to be that big crack in your wall? Then you better call the doctor. 
He'll craft the best solution for you and your home and get you back on the level in no time. Call us today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Baylor football on ESPN Central Texas. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you locked yourself out of your vehicle, or you're stuck in the mud. Remember, Big Boys Record Service can help with heavy hauls as well. No job too big or too small, they do it all. In business since 1983, Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. Early each morning, as we turn on the lights and heat up the fryers, then prepare the food, the owners of Bush's Chicken are working for you. Our owners are husbands and wives, sisters and brothers. We are family, and we take joy in our family, serving your family. Before you end your day, we hope you'll stop by. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. The source for Baylor athletic news and information. ESPN Central Texas. All right, 7-14, 14 after 7 o'clock. Welcome back into the program. This is Game Time presented by Alan Samuels from the Alan Samuels studio. Tom, Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Uh, let's see, one more quick one here on the Cowboys from the CNC Collision Center. Text line JB says, I agree with Ward that Rush wasn't the best backup, core, backup in the preseason. As a Cowboy fan, I hope he keeps it up. Kellen Moore called a good first half but became too conservative in the second half, which almost cost him the game. When it got 17-17, did anybody go, uh-oh? I certainly did. Yeah. Yeah, because I didn't know if they could maintain. But I mean, Well, they hadn't They hadn't the entire second half. I mean, they mm-hmm. like you pointed out, I mean, first of all, they didn't have it very long. because, And when they did have it, they didn't keep it. And the defense didn't get it back exactly no. in a real timely manner. 
Uh, time of possession dominated by Cincinnati in the second half. So, uh, yeah, I, I went, uh-oh, <laughs> you know, when it, when they tied the game with the two-point conversion. And I thought they had – I thought the Bengals had momentum there. And I, oh, they well, did. they did. I mean, they flat out they absolutely did. absolutely did. So, uh, and, and so credit to the Cowboys. How about dialing up fourth down and two in your own territory on the first drive of the game? Where did well, that come from? And to show your quarterback you have confidence in him. Nothing else. If it if it fails, you got tell your defense, hey, on you, we, big we, boys. We need some help here. Yeah, and you wanted to, you know, install in Cooper Rush's head. Hey, we don't care where we're at. We're gonna we're gonna give you a shot here. Could it also be that you're sending a message to everybody on your football team? Hey, this is an important game, and that's why we're gonna do this right out of the box. That's that was kind of my thinking. Yeah, I I think it's more of the confidence instilled in your quarterback than anything else i mean but yeah you're you're telling your defense you got confidence in them where you are on the field and doing that so <laughs> that's a little bit of both 17 but. yard strike <laughs> you're like okay that wasn't a toss that wasn't a screen that wasn't a running play that was hey big boy fling it down the football but well, you know it, what it i don't was, think cincinnati was thinking that they were going to throw for 17 yards no they had the underneath things covered and you know then they had their safeties deep just to make sure they don't get beat deep. But mm-hmm. then they had the, everybody else going for the underneath routes and found the soft spot. It was it was a good throw. All right. Uh, we'll get more. We'll dive more into that a little later on in the program. Uh, Saturday, the Bears come out. They beat uh, Texas State 42-7. to But the game, I, 40, I, I, 42-7 to doesn't tell the whole story. This was a competitive football game in the first half. At one point, I thought the game was going to go to halftime at 14-14, to but Texas State made a mistake. Baylor also made them pay. Uh, there was a play in the game, and I think it is the play of the game in my opinion. Uh, two plays before, Shapen gets hit. Helmet comes flying off. Uh, they throw a flag, said it was targeting. Went back and reviewed it. It was not targeting. He had to sit out that next play because his helmet came off. And then he comes in, and uh, and this is the play of the game, in my opinion. Richard Reese out there. Now to his right. That last pass intended for Hal Preston. Good pull. Here's Shapen. He won't end it off. He'll run it to the 30, 20, 10, 5, touchdown. Blake Shapen runs it in from 35 yards out. What a great read there. Shapen. For the Baylor touchdown with 26 seconds to go in the second quarter. Shapin's touchdown uh, with 26 seconds to go. Turn it into a a uh, a 21 to seven score, and I think that was the to me that created separation going in at halftime. And to me, guys, I thought that was the play of the game. Uh, it, it he did a nice job of of reading that and and fooling everybody on the dive and got around the end. And I do, I think that gave them that separation going into the locker room, a little more confidence because uh, you had the chance to, you know, see your quarterback make a good read, get down the sidelines and get into the end zone. Um, And, you know, now Texas State is sitting there going in the locker room going, what just happened? Yeah. And so, yeah, I think it was was exactly what the – Bears needed going into the locker room because I, they they were they had their hands full before then. They certainly did. In fact, I thought in the second quarter, but in particular, I thought in the second quarter that Texas State's offensive and defensive line won the line of scrimmage. 
uh, Texas State was getting great push, and they weren't allowing any of those big runs. I mean, I, I just I thought Texas State played a better second quarter than Baylor did. But I can to, agree with that. But to Baylor's credit, clearly some things were uh, were were cleaned up at halftime because Baylor came out and then did what I thought they were going to do from the opening whistle, and that's dominate the line of scrimmage and go mm-hmm. win the football game and put it away. Right. And that's exactly what they did. Uh, we knew that there's no Abram Smith. Uh, and, and you knew and you felt like, okay, well, you know, Tay McWilliams, Squirrel. But man, oh, man. Tay McWilliams, squirrel, uh, Quaylen Jones in the BYU game, and now Richard Reese. Reese, guys, had a big day, 19 opportunities, 156 yards. That's an 8.2-yard per carry average. I think you can live with that. Had touchdown runs of 14, 52, and 5. And after the game, the uh, the guys talked to Coach Aranda, this is courtesy of the uh, Baylor Sports Network from Learfield, and he talked about Richard Reese. Yeah, you know, he has uh, been that that guy throughout fall camp and um, was good to see him kind of take that to the the field today. And, um, you know, he's... He's, he is slight, you know, but he runs hard and physical and makes and makes cuts and, and is aggressive in doing it. So much of the, the wide zone scheme is, you know, you're on your track and you kind of you have a read, but, you know, there's kind of stuff going sideways and it's kind of blurry and you have to stick your foot in the ground and go make a decision and go into it. And so there's a there's a curtain of just humanity and could be a gap or could not and all that. And so, um, you know, the bigger you are when you're kind of running into that wall of, of humans, the better, you know, as last year it showed some. And, you know, that's not necessarily us this year. And so for for a guy that's got some slightness to him to do that and do it again and again and again um, and, you know, bust out a couple, it's way cool. It was way cool, and and, and again, that just – I'm just curious, Ward, do you want a guy to, to separate and win the job and, and, and he be the guy that gets 20 to 25 carries? Or as he pointed out, this guy's, you know, he's not that big bruiser. So is this the route to go where you use two or three guys that have fresh legs, explosiveness to get up in the hole in that wide gap offense? Is this what we're going to see for, for, for this season? Is this the identity of the running game? Well, I, I think if you have three guys that are pretty comparable and have the opportunity to use them, um, that may be good. I'm always into the proponent, or not a proponent, but I, I, yeah, I guess proponent. I don't like using a stable of running backs. I like having a guy that can come in and, and spare, but I've always believed that good running backs get better as the game goes on and are able to finish a game and the great ones are better in the fourth quarter than they are in the in the first quarter just because they get in that rhythm they get lathered up and they can they can really start to punish a defense uh the more carries they get so again get off my lawn kid but that's that's the kind of back that i want uh, defensively, I thought they uh, they played much better in the second half. I thought the whole team played much better in the second half. I, I'm curious to find out what was what was done, what was said, were there were there actual changes made at halftime. Uh, Dave Aranda meets with the media today, 
And uh, we're, we're going to have an opportunity to go one-on-one with Coach Arandon. We'll have that uh, for you tomorrow on the program. And so look forward to that uh, and just kind of find out uh, what's going on. Now, here, you know, whether you win them or whether you lose them, you got to put them behind you. And now you got to go get ready for, for Iowa State. And this, to me, is going to be one of those games where we're going to find out how they've ad- adopted and how they've adapted to the road. You know, they it, w- it wasn't the game that they wanted against BYU. Uh, he said that, you know, in, in, in cases they played timid. What did they learn from that road game? We're, we're, that test comes up this week when you go play Iowa State. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to figure out. I mean, it's easy. Good team on the road. Yeah, it's easy to get back home and get in your comfort zone and play a good football game. Now, mm-hmm. when you get back in, in an angry environment, how how are you going to react? That's a good way to put it. An angry environment. Because it, they're it, not going to be happy no, names. That's a team that's a home field, and I think John can speak to this at 3 o'clock this afternoon. Uh, John Morris uh, heard every day at 3 o'clock here on ESPN Central Texas. He, he, he's he been there a million times. He can tell you that that's not an easy place to play. Whether they're good, bad, or, or mediocre, that is a difficult place to play. And we're going to find – and look, if the Bears are going to do what they want to do, if the Bears are going to do what they expect to do, what you know, you're going to have to win road games. The schedule is loaded with difficult road games this year. It just is. That's just the way it falls. And you're going to have to be able to perform at a high level on the road. And they didn't get it done against BYU, losing in double overtime. Let's see what happens in Ames this week. And we'll talk more about that coming up tomorrow with Coach Aranda. But the Bears do get the win and get to play some folks. And uh, and that's, a, that's another good thing. They got more experience for players. Uh, particularly there in the second half where they started um, moving people in and out of the ball game. So we'll uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk more about that coming up tomorrow. Uh, what you th- and I know we're up against the clock. What did you think of the Kansas win over Houston? A little surprised. I, I that's thought, an offense that can score. Yeah, I thought Houston was a better football team than I think we're 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 led to believe early in the season. Um, uh, but I mean, hats off. They've, they've got it done. They're three and oh, you can't take that away from anybody. Now, boy, old Kansas is rooting for Houston, aren't they? Well, sure. They are now Houston Cougar fans, you know, <laughs> go win that conference. Make guys. that win look a lot better. It, boy, does it ever every week, uh, every week that the Houston goes out and wins a game. Kansas is like, yeah, buddy. Uh, the one that got me though, and there wasn't a ton of shockers, but the one that got me, the, the, the crazy game was obviously Appalachian State and Troy with with the with the Doug Flutie Hail Mary. Well, you know, maybe they're better than we thought they were, too. Never give up. Nope. And then there was Tulane going on the road to Manhattan and beating Kansas State. That's the one where I went, huh? I mean, because there was there was some, you know, we talked all summer long and we'd ask anybody that covers the Big Twelve. Who's your sleeper team? Who's your, you know, and I'm not saying that they're not. I'm saying they weren't Saturday. They let Tulane come in and win in their house. Well, and I still had a hard time believing it all. So I, I know we heard it a lot, but I had a hard time believing it until I got proved otherwise. I just, I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to take the cheese on that. Just not. I did because I, I really do think that they're that kind of football team. Uh, but they, 
you know, if you're going to be that kind of football team, you've got to do what what you're supposed to do, and they didn't. They didn't take care of that home field against Tulane. So there you go. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we've already talked about that one. Let's go to the what about nine. the Aggies. That's a great win for Texas A&M Absolutely and Jimbo Fisher. Yeah, they they turned it around, didn't they? Hey, you know what they said? Hey, the rest of y'all, here here you go. This is what I got for you. Uh, if you think that we're a bad football team, if you think we don't care, here's what I got for you. They had national television. They had a top 20 team come into town. And that was a hard-fought football game. Yes, it was. And that was a defensive performance. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they weren't great on offense. They were good. But they weren't great on offense, but they were really good on defense. They were. They were really good on defense. I watched a lot of that game. So, uh, And, boy, those Aggie fans, they – I know that it's it's that's a tough place to play, but it mm-hmm. really was loud Saturday night. They no. said, that place was rocking. They said that was the third biggest crowd in Caulfield history. Oh, it was 107, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's amazing. And Texas had their hands full till the fourth quarter. Were you surprised about that? Uh, yeah. Uh, but you know what? Sometimes, and I know this, that was an Alabama hangover. I don't think there's any doubt about it. And I know you're saying, well, hang on, they lost the game. But I think they also proved that they could play and, 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 mm-hmm. and you know, mm-hmm. I and I don't care what you say. They didn't respect UTSA until U- UTSA punched them in the mouth a couple of times and went up, what, 17 to 7? Seven. 17 to 7, yeah. And then they went, uh-oh, we better play this football game. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know, then they, then they cleaned that up and got that going. Uh, from the uh, CNC Collision Center text line tonight, we are way against the clock. Baylor played well this weekend, but it was a bad weekend for the, for Baylor's season. The BYU loss to Oregon will hurt them later this year. Uh, no, I, I agree. I mean, that was a bad loss for BYU. They 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 took the biggest drop in the polls. Oregon makes the biggest jump in the polls. Now I think we all become Oregon fans, don't we? To make that you know make that BYU loss look on the road okay (laughs) you know you know what i mean well yeah and it's unfortunate that we're talking like that one day maybe we won't maybe that poll will be just for funsies you know and (laughs) you play your way play your way out 729 uh, this is game time on espn central texas jerry hill's going to talk baylor football with us next but right now it is time to get to the cowboy report with christy scales the cowboy report is brought to you by richard carr buick gmc cadillac your friend uh you could check him out at richardcar.com say hello to our friends over at richard carr buick gmc cadillac everyone with today's Cowboys report I'm Christy Scales thanks to a stingy Dallas defense and a solid game from quarterback Cooper Rush the Cowboys are celebrating a 20 to 17 win over the Bengals we'll hear from Brett Maher who kicked the game-winning field goal as time expired right after this Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA what if it's no big deal that I'm a woman what if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label it's not about where others say you should be it's about where you want to go It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. 
Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah's savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Happy Victory Monday as the Cowboys celebrate a 20-17 win over the Bengals. The Dallas defense was relentless, sacking Joe Burrow six times. Cowboys quarterback Cooper Rush was solid. He threw a touchdown pass to Noah Brown, which was the first of Brown's career. Tony Pollard had a one-yard touchdown run. And special teams came through big time for Dallas as kicker Brett Maher connected on a 50-yard field goal as time expired. A fantastic finish for Maher and teammates. That whole last sequence was awesome. Brian pinning him deep with the punt, defense getting a stop, getting a good punt return, and then getting in position and, and coming through. So a very fun moment to be a part of. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Hi, I'm Mark Stewart with Bird, Colgen Ford. It's that time of year. It's football season, and Bird, Colgen Ford is a proud supporter of the best high school football teams right here in Central Texas. BK Ford is proud to sell the number one truck in Texas, the F-Series truck, led by our leading rusher, the F-150, for 45 years in a row. Lock in your best price and rate right now by custom ordering your new F-150 today. Simple, easy, trusted. Experience better at BK Ford. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update, brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton, off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Brett Maher booted a 50-yard field goal as time expired to give the Cowboys a 2017 win over the Cincinnati Bengals. The Texans, meanwhile, lost in Denver 16-9. There are two games in the NFL tonight, Tennessee at Buffalo and Philadelphia hosting Minnesota. A 5-3 loss by the Rangers at Tampa Bay gave the weekend series and season series to the Rays. The Rangers are at home for the next six games starting tomorrow against the Angels. The Astros blasted Oakland 11-2. Houston clinched the playoff spot over the weekend and now goes after the American League West title and home field advantage through the American League Championship Series playing at Tampa Bay tonight. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time to talk Baylor Athletics with Baylor University's Director of Sports Journalism, Jerry Hill. All right, welcome back. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas, 734. We do welcome in from the Baylor Bear Insider, Mr. Jerry Hill. Jerry, good morning. How are you? Welcome to Monday. Good morning, Tommy. It is another Monday, right? It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. It is. Uh, Jerry... What was the difference between the first half and the second half, in your opinion? Man, I don't know, Tommy. I, you know, they. Uh, I mean, part of it on I would say on the defensive side, although you know you can't look at his stats, but I think Dylan Doyle being in there made a mm-hmm. difference. You know, I think they were 
the one thing they were able to do in the second half defensively is put pressure on the quarterback. They had none in the first half, and I I don't know why that is because with or without Dylan Doyle should be able to put some pressure on the quarterback, and they did in the second half. So I thought that was the big deal on that side. Um, offensively, I, you know, I think they, uh, you know, obviously got the running game going, but they were running okay in the first half. Um, you know, just – I think the defense doing what it did and kind of taking control of the game. Uh, Coach Aranda talked about it a little bit after the game of complimentary football. I think that was what was happening in the second half is, you know, the defense would make stops and the offense would answer. So there was about a seven or eight minute stretch in there where, you know, they played the way you would like to see them play the whole game. Would it be fair in your opinion to say, particularly in the second quarter, that Texas State won the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball? I thought they were winning the line of scrimmage for sure. And, and like you said, in that second quarter, I think they did. Now, I, I think uh, a big key for Baylor, just, uh, you know, obviously the second half was when they kind of got it going. But that score at the end of the second quarter was big. You know, don't underestimate that. Cause I called it the Texas play of the State, game. Yeah, I mean, Texas State scores, uh, and it's 14 seven. Um, so yeah, I mean, and then they're getting the ball to start the second half. So if you don't score, they've got a chance to tie it up there at the start of the third quarter. So, uh, I, I thought that was big to drive down there, um, you know, and get, not just get points on the board, but get a touchdown fourth down play, you run the bootleg and he scores. So uh, yeah, I thought that, I thought that drive at the end of the second quarter was big, and and you know I think the uh, the offensive line was winning that battle in, in that drive. Did the uh, Bears find some comfort and a surprise in Richard Reese? You know I don't know how big of a surprise it was, Ward. I mean uh, they've seen it; they saw it in fall camp. Uh, you know, and I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but I saw it. I mean I saw what he, I saw his speed, I saw his toughness. Um, you know, he just has that explosiveness that you need out of that position. And, you know, obviously he took advantage of his opportunity, you know, with, with Tay McWilliams out with Quaylen Jones limited. So it kind of came to him, uh, and he delivered, uh, yeah, I thought he was great. Now there were times where he was a little timid, particularly in the first half. Um, but that changed in the second half, you know, he was a different running back in the second half. So, I, th- I think he had over 100 yards just in the second half alone and, and then didn't even play, uh, you know, the last, what, 10 minutes or so uh, as they went to other backs. So, yeah, I thought that was big for him. Um, you know, Tay gets back this week, and we'll we'll see what they do with the rotation. But I, I certainly think he, you know, earned some more reps. You know, and, and it's interesting uh, that Dave Aran has talked about, you know, you, you typically have that bigger back or you you kind of like that bigger back, the right. Abram Smith, in this wide zone offense. You don't have that this year. And, and I'm just curious, are they looking for someone to separate and be the guy? Or is this going to be what we what – we, is this what it looks like? It's 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 Quaylen, it's it's Tay, it's Squirrel, it's, you know, it's Reese. I mean, it's it's a rotation of fresh legs and guys that are that got the hot hand. Yeah, I mean, Richard isn't that bigger back that you'd like to see in this offense. But, uh, you know, I think if he's able to do, you know, and Coach Aranda, again, talked about that a little bit, you where you have to decide when to make that cut back. Um, you know, if he can do that and he can, you know, continue to run forward, I think he can be a back in this offense. Now, I don't think it's 
I don't think they're going to just completely stop using Tay and Quaylen and, and maybe even Fleek. Fleek showed a little bit, uh, mm-hmm. and Squirrel, too. So I, I think they're going to continue to use a rotation. Uh, but, again, I think Richard kind of stepped up and deserves more of the reps. Maybe he's that, you know, not the alpha, but, you know, at least running back one, I guess. Yeah. I think if there's a QB one, there's got to be an RB one. So right? It certainly so does, I think, absolutely. I think he steps into that role, yeah. Defensive line, did they take a step forward on Saturday, you think? Uh, or I think they did in the second half. I, I Again, I didn't think in the first half they, you know, they put like zero pressure. I know he was getting the ball out of there quick, but, you know, the guy was completing 80% of his passes and, and you know, weren't, wasn't getting a lot of yards, but he was not feeling hardly any pressure. And, and that's, that's how you complete 80% of your passes, just no matter how you're, you know, throwing them or, or how far you're throwing them. So uh, I think I thought they did in the second half, uh, you know, Apu had, that one series where he dominated, you know, breaking up uh, back-to-back passes. And, and that, that to me, kind of is where Baylor took control of the game because, you know, they had traded uh, turnovers first two series. And then, you know, Baylor had that stop at, at close to midfield. And then that was when they scored, you know, three touchdowns in that seven-and-a-half, eight-minute stretch. So, yeah, I thought they played a lot better in the second half. Certainly shut down the run. Uh, and, and did a much better job getting some pressure on the quarterback, had two sacks, four hurries, all in that second half. So, yeah, I thought they stepped it up uh, definitely in the second half. We talk a lot about the second half, and I, I'm just curious, and, and Coach Aranda touched base on it in the uh, touch base on the subject in the, uh, in the press conference after the game, but uh, could this team be feeling the pressure of performing at a high level based off of the results of last year's team? Uh, it, it, I just kind of got the sense that he was like, okay, you guys got to just go play football. Right. Yeah, and I think he, he, you're right. He did touch on it. Uh, he, he said the the expectations maybe were getting them. And, you know, they are the preseason conference favorite. They, you know, started out the year ranked in the top ten. And a lot of those expectations are based on what you did last year. You know, that's that's how – polls work um that's how you know rankings work so uh I, I think maybe they were feeling a little bit of that instead of just going out and playing so you know maybe that's what the second half did you know they just kind of got rid of that got rid of the nervousness and all that living up to those expectations you know Terrell Bernard's not in the building anymore Jalen Petrie's not there mm-hmm. you know like one thorn none of those guys Abram Smith um, none of those guys are still in the building. Those were the guys, a lot of the guys, skill skill position wise, that that did that twelve and two record last year. So those guys aren't there, um, but the expectations still are there. Really, I mean, you, you almost can't help that. But don't worry about the expectations. Just go out there and play football. How quickly they have to put this win behind them? You always hear about putting a loss behind you quickly and getting ready for the next week, but putting this win behind them pretty quickly because at 11 a.m. kickoff in Ames, Iowa. Ward, I would hope they put it away, uh, you know, Saturday night, maybe Sunday. Uh, I think that's usually kind of the rule of thumb is 24 hours. I doubt that they had that. You know, I doubt they even took that long. I think they had to flip it because knowing that, uh, you know, knowing that the competition is getting tougher and knowing that conference is starting. This is where the games matter. Uh, I think they all matter. But this is where they really count toward a conference championship. So, uh, yeah, I think they had to, you know, flip that switch and get and start getting ready for a good Iowa State team. So, 
Uh, Iowa State's three and zero. I think for the first time in ten years, uh, and and you know they had the win over Iowa. Um, the other two, uh, you know, about about like Texas State. You know, they they blew out a couple of teams that they should have, and then you know had the real battle with Iowa. You know, great defensive battle, I guess. Iowa has no offense, so. Uh, but yeah, uh, you, you're facing another tough team on the road. I, you know, we've talked about it ad nauseum, but uh, that their their road schedule is incredibly tough. None of those games are easy. So you know, this is just another one of those games. And, and we've talked about the energy and the time spent by this Baylor staff working on road games and, and what you have to do on the road because they know they, look they saw the schedule too and 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 it didn't work out the way they wanted to in BY at BYU so they obviously had to to work on that and we knew that we weren't going to see that result in a, in a home game against Texas State uh I, that's what I'm interested in this week Jerry is how, how do they deal with not the Xs and Os because we all we all know that Iowa State's a good football team, but all of the other stuff that goes with a travel game and a road game and a in a hostile environment, right? And and I do think Iowa State is one of the toughest places to play in the Big Twelve. Just uh, you know the atmosphere, the fans. Um, it's it's one of those weird places where it's empty until about thirty minutes before kickoff, and then they just flood in from the tailgate. So. <laughs> I think it'll be a I think it'll be a really good environment there in Ames. Um, nothing you can't handle, uh, but I do think it helps that you've gone to BYU, that you've been in maybe as good an atmosphere as you'll be in all year. So I think that has to prepare you. Uh, this won't be new. They've you know all those young guys, starting with Richard Reese and even Blake Shapin, You know, in terms of a true road environment, that was the first time he had really been in that. You know, he was at you know he was in the Big Twelve championship game, but that was not a you know, in a true road game, you know, that Oklahoma state had a lot of fans there. So it felt like a road game, but that, that BYU game was the first time he had been in that kind of true road environment other than maybe at K state, but he didn't start that game. So yeah, I think all those guys have been through this now. So this won't be new. Um, you know, did now, like you said, now we learn, did they learn those lessons mm-hmm. from that game? How do they respond from that loss? So I think we'll see more of that this week than we did, you know, in this last game. I'm wondering, did you take the weekend off or did you work this weekend? Did I work this week? Oh, you're talking about after the 11 a.m. game? That was pretty nice. Uh, I don't know if you saw, but uh, uh, John. I did see. Cherry and and our wives, we were at a function in West uh, Saturday night. So that was kind of nice, you know, having, having the rest of the day. So, yeah. We were kicking it up. <laughs> I saw that. And I was, like, I was, I was kind of giggling. I went, "Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were having a good old time, man." I know. Hey, uh, what are you working on for the insider? Uh, we've got a full week again. You know, we will travel uh, Friday for for Iowa State, uh, but actually, both soccer and and uh, volleyball are opening conference this week. Uh, volleyball has TCU. Um, coming in on Wednesday, and then uh, soccer will play uh, against Oklahoma on Friday, both conference openers. So uh be a fun week, you know, just to kind of get conference going in all three fall sports. So that'll that'll be fun. Jerry, as always, it's a pleasure. We appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Thanks, gentlemen. Talk to you soon. Uh, Jerry Hill from the uh, Baylor Bear Insider. 746, we are brought to you 
uh, by Pioneer Steel and Pipe, where they uh, are soon to open their new location out on Loop 340. Uh, right now, they continue to to take care of their, their great customers at, at their Waco location at 913, their original location, 913 South Loop Drive in Orchard Lane. They also got a location down in Bryan. They're open Monday through Friday, 730 until 5, and Saturday from 8 until noon. Don't forget uh, they deliver and they unload for you. That's, uh, you know, just another great service piece to Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They built their reputation one customer at a time by offering the best in custom metal buildings, residential metal roofing, garage and carport covers. They uh, have uh, uh, square tubing, one half inch to six inches for all your weekend projects and, and those, uh, you know, such as those deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. You better be getting those deer stands ready. It's just around the corner. Uh, they've also got uh, great, uh, uh, they also got American-made grade 60 rebar, three-eighth inch to three-quarter inch, and they can help you with that barnuminium as well. It's Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Check them out 24-7 at pioneerboys.com. The Baylor Coaches Show, this Wednesday from 7 to 8 p.m., here on ESPN Central Texas. Join us Wednesday, not live from Rudy's, but here on ESPN Central Texas. And hear from cross-country coach David Barnett and head football coach Dave Aranda. Tune in to the Baylor Coaches Show, Wednesdays at 7 this fall, here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. We're fighting hard at Pickup Outfitters in our battle to end truck nudity. But it's not just about putting an outfit on a naked truck. It's about making sure you have the very best customer service. So we offer the Pickup Outfitters Lifetime Installation Guarantee. Over time, sometimes your outfit needs a little tune-up, maybe some tightening, adjusting, whatever. If you outfitted your truck at Pickup Outfitters, that tune-up is absolutely no charge for the remainder of the time you own that truck. We also offer free warranty assistance. If for any reason you need to use your warranty, you just bring it back to us and we take care of it. It just makes sense. I mean, operating without a promise like that would be like offering customer service in the nude. And if you've seen our staff, trust me, you don't want that. So do your part to end truck nudity by outfitting your truck, Jeep, SUV, or van at Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco, where we promise to serve you fully clothed. Check out our website, createacommotion.com. Waco is growing, and the Heart of Texas Fair and Rodeo presented by HEB is growing with it. Mark your calendars for Thursday, October 6th through Sunday, October 16th. Don't miss the thrilling fair rides, rowdy rodeo action, hot country music, shopping, and fun for the whole family, all at the Extra Co Event Center. For ticket information and to see a full list of events, visit hotfair.com. The Heart of Texas Fair and Rodeo is an experience that you don't want to miss. We'll see you there. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. Your first word in sports. Game time. Weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. 
As fuel cost has risen, make sure your vehicle is summer ready. To get the best fuel mileage, take the proper steps needed in maintaining your vehicle properly with Kish's Complete Car Care Center's maintenance. There are many aspects of maintaining the fuel economy of your car. With rising fuel costs, we can make sure you get the best fuel mileage possible. Take the proper steps in maintaining your vehicle today at Kish's Complete Car Care Center. 5300 Franklin Avenue. They do service right at MP Electric. Since 1996, MP Electric has serviced industrial, commercial, and residential accounts in the greater Central Texas area. MP Electric's trained and courteous electricians will solve your electrical problems quickly and professionally. Be one of the thousand satisfied customers in Central Texas. The next time you need an electrician, call Mark, Paul, Lisa, or John at 399-9895 or schedule your service call at mpelectric.net. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Brett Maher booted a 50-yard field goal as time expired to give the Cowboys a 2017 win over the Cincinnati Bengals. The Texans, meanwhile, lost in Denver 16-9. There are two games in the NFL tonight, Tennessee at Buffalo and Philadelphia hosting Minnesota. A 5-3 loss by the Rangers to Tampa Bay gave the weekend series and season series to the Rays. The Rangers are at home for the next six games starting tomorrow against the Angels. The Astros blasted Oakland 11-2. Houston clinched the playoff spot over the weekend and now goes after the American League West title and home field advantage through the American League Championship Series playing at Tampa Bay tonight. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time is brought to you in part by Big Boys Record Service and Robinson and Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace. Cowboys beat the Bengals 20 to 17 after the game. Media meets with Jerry Jones and he talks about the win for the Cowboys. Kudos to uh, Cooper Rush. Uh, uh, that shows me so much about him and the principle of. He's just kept in. He's just hammered. He's he's kept a workmanlike basis. He's done that. He's gotten better. He knows this offense as well as anybody breathing. And he stepped out there and did some great execution today. But make no mistake about it, he had a lot of help with our blocking and with our uh, basically supporting cast. Can't say enough. Really would like to make my comment about uh, how inspirational and how the great plays that C.D. Lamb made today. And he was playing inspired. Not that he hasn't, not that he doesn't, but uh, C.D. Lamp uh, was a difference out there today and uh, gave us all a look of, uh, of what he's capable of doing. I'm, I'm proud for him. Jerry Jones, uh, after the game, meeting with the media. Uh, Noah Brown, again, we talked about Noah Brown, but, man, that was a, that was a big day for Noah Brown. And he, he sent a message loud and clear that, you know what, given the opportunity – throw me the darn ball <laughs> kind of mentality uh, that he can well, make that plays. Was, that was a comfort zone between him and Cooper. Oh, Rush. there's no question. There's no question. And, and then, of course, everybody was going to be looking at CeeDee Lamb. I mean, he's he's WR1. and That was Jerry Jones tooting his horn. Yeah. For those of you who missed it. Well, that's what that little circle is every Sunday afternoon after a win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but, you know, uh, but 
make no mistake about it. We were just talking about it. If the if especially especially the way the Cowboys played yesterday in the first half, scoring touchdowns on their first two drives. If with when the, when the Bengals tied the game at seventeen, if Cincinnati would have went on and won that game, just how devastating would a o two at home start have been for the Cowboys? Do you get out of the ditch having played? Having played six, uh, having played two of your eight, uh, eight or nine home games already, and they both result in losses. Right. I don't know I, how you get I, out of that ditch. I would. Uh, to me, you were handed a gift yesterday. I didn't expect them to win yesterday at all. I don't think many did. I think. Th- I, I don't even know that they would have. Even if Dak wouldn't have been hurt, if they had played like they did the first game, they may not have won that game. Well, which begs the question: what What was the difference? I mean, I, I you know. Take Play two, call him. You think? Yeah. See, I'm going to go to execution. I mean, third down execution was far better yesterday than it was. And because the plays were called better on third down. You weren't reaching into your bag of tricks like Felix the Cat like you did in the previous game. Well, maybe so. I, I still think a lot of it has to do with with going out and, and wanting to make a play and executing the play. Where I I I don't know. I mean, it, it just you didn't get that vibe last last week. I mean, it just it was ugly. Plus, let's let's make no mistake about it. That's the Cincinnati defense and not the Tampa Bay defense. And Tampa's got a heck of a good football team and a heck of a good defense. Look what they did yesterday with the Saints. I mean, that's a good defensive unit. So anyway, bottom line is at the end of the day. Like so many, they're one and one, and they're right in this thing. And look, who knows uh, where where it goes and how quickly you get your quarterback back. But if they had to go to the if they had to go to New York on Monday night and play with Cooper Rush, are you comfortable? Um, maybe comfortable is not the right word. I don't. I don't no, know that's that the I'm, word I want. I, no, I'm not comfortable. I I don't think. I don't know that he can go on the road and win in New York. I don't. He played okay yesterday. He didn't drive it up on the curb. I'm not going to say that he is any better than I thought he was before. All right. Fair enough. I mean, and again, that is your opinion. Uh, I've kind of changed my mind a little bit. Uh, again, I, I didn't think he could perform at high level. Okay, because, Kool-Aid boy. <clears throat> well, no, I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid. I'm just telling you, I didn't think that he would have that he was comfortable which i didn't think he would be you know starting you know starting a game he's at home and and i know it's his fans but man that place was rocking are you too hyped you know you you haven't played and and they say that the speed of the game changes when you move from preseason to regular season he's only seen it well he hadn't seen it since minnesota last year he played the the speed of the game didn't appear to bother him and he played okay. Can he do that again? I think he can. Don't know. And I didn't say he was going to win, but I'm I, I'm comfortable with him uh, with, okay. with with going there if they have to. I, Rangers still going to win the West? No, but they <laughs> they may make the playoffs in the wild card position. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're getting there. They so, may make it. You're just not going to give up on that. I love it. Uh, all right, 758. Let's bring in John Morris uh, with today's <laughs> Baylor Sports Beat program. 
It's time now for today's Baylor Sports Beat, your daily dose of green and gold. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the Monday. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor football wraps up their non-conference schedule with a big win over Texas State. We'll give you details. Plus, soccer, volleyball, and men's golf news. It's all straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Want to be part of the action live when your Baylor Bears football team takes on the Oklahoma Sooners this fall? Visit BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau and register for the chance to win a trip to see Baylor take on Oklahoma in Norman on November 5th. One lucky winner and a guest will receive round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, and tickets to the game. Register today at BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau. This exclusive experience is brought to you by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. Looking for an SUV designed for every adventure? We've got exactly what you need at Allen Samuels in Waco. Stop in today to get your new 2022 Wagoneer. Save big on Series 2 and 3 and get the low APR of 2.9% for 72 months. Plus, you receive $3,500 Conquest bonus cash. Plus, first responders receive an extra $500 off. Drive away in the original American premium SUV from Allen Samuels in Waco. Come by. Let's be friends. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor football number 17 in the nation wrapping up non-conference play, hosting the Bobcats of Texas State Saturday at McLean Stadium. The Bears got 293 yards rushing in the game, 156 of that from freshman running back Richard Reese, who had three touchdowns on the afternoon in a 42-7 win over the Bobcats. After the game, head coach Dave Aranda talked about the contributions of the freshman running back. Yeah, you know, he has uh, been that that guy throughout fall camp and um, was good to see him kind of take that to the, the field today. And, um, you know, he's... He's, he is slight, you know, but he runs hard and physical and makes and makes cuts and, and is aggressive in doing it. So much of the, the wide zone scheme is, you know, you're on your track and you kind of you have a read, but, you know, there's kind of stuff going sideways and it's kind of blurry and you have to stick your foot in the ground and go make a decision and go into it. And so there's a there's a curtain of just humanity and could be a gap or could not and all that. And so, um, you know, the bigger you are when you're kind of running into that wall of, of humans, the better, you know, as last year it showed some. And, you know, that's not necessarily us this year. And so for for a guy that's got some slightness to him to do that and do it again and again and again um, and, you know, bust out a couple, it's way cool. Dave Aranda and the Bears now 2-1 and one on the season, headed to Ames to play Iowa State in their Big 12 opener this Saturday. It's an 11 a.m. kickoff from Jack Trice Stadium on Saturday morning. Also from the weekend, Baylor soccer sweeps through the Baylor Classic. They'll open Big 12 conference play on Wednesday at home against TCU in a gold-out match at the Farrell Center. Baylor soccer drops a 1-0 decision to SMU on Sunday night. They'll open conference play hosting Oklahoma in a gold-out game on Friday evening at Betty Lou Mays Field. And Baylor men's golf finishes in a tie for eighth at the Fighting Illini Invitational. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. 
I'm John Morris. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Couple of minutes beyond the 8 o'clock mark. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Your first word in sports. Tom Ward and Ryan, we're glad you're with us. And we welcome into the program the head coach of the Itasca Wampus Cats, Coach Ricky Torres. Coach, good morning and thanks for your time. We appreciate you being with us. Good morning, fellas. How are we doing today? Doing terrific. Uh, are, are you surprised? And, and surprise may not be the right word, but talk a little bit about a 4 0 start with your program and just what it has meant to the program <laughs> man you know hey hey surprise is the right word okay so <laughs> no and, and it's not the start it's it's what i'm surprised about is you know whenever uh, uh was offered this position i started doing my research and talking to people and i was told everything the kids don't do and you know i, I took that upon myself and like okay you know i was also told i wouldn't do a lot of things in life but uh, things have happened that you know I've had to work for, but so you know I took the chance and and bet on myself and and you know the people that I was going to be bringing in and um, you know the kids have done everything opposite of what I was told that they were going to do. So if there's a surprise, it's that. I mean, you know, getting in, getting here is like well they don't work out hard. Okay, they don't show up for summer workouts. You get like five to ten. We average like thirty eight, and they they work hard all summer. They work hard. You know the the uh, Two days, or everything. so everything that, that the biggest surprise is that everything I was told was completely wrong. Coach, what is the what is the difference in your offense being able to be consistent throughout the first four ball games? You know, first off, let me just my offensive coordinator is great. You know, Tevin Reese, we brought him in uh, from Baylor. Um, you know, the name I'm sure you know the name. Um, <laughs> great guy, you know, me and Devin worked together at Baylor, or, I'm sorry, at Waco High. And, you know, he, he's done a great job of coming in and, and here's what he wanted to do. And me and him have, have meshed really well together. We've gelled and, and it's like, okay, here's what I've done in the past. And he's like, okay, well, here's what, I, you know, what we can do. And, and we started putting our stuff together and, you, you know, we've, we've continued to get better weekly that, uh, you know, the kids are starting to really see it and then they're gaining confidence and, you know, and, and let me just throw this out there. People have said, well, y'all haven't played anybody. Well, you know what? We used to be nobody. So the fact that you say we haven't played anybody, well, okay, that's fine. But we used to be everybody's homecoming game. So now, you know, they're they're gaining confidence that, you know, we can go out and we can step on the field with anybody and we can play with anybody. And offensively, you know, we're putting up numbers. Um, you know, these kids, like I said, they're gaining confidence up front. Our running back is – is a true zone back that, you know, he sees a hole and he's gone and he's going to, he's going to grind you out for, you know, six to 10, um, not a home run type guy, but, but he's going to grind it and, and get what he can with it. Ricky, I'm going to go back for just a second. You, you, you said a couple of yeah. things, very interesting number. So number one, I, I want to know a, why you took the job after you did your research and B uh, what was the difference and why are these kids putting in the work and, 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 and getting it done and why were they not successful before? Yeah, no, Hey, I, I, I appreciate you asking that, but you know, because so me and me and Ruben at, at Marlin, um, you know, whenever this opportunity came about, you know, me and him spent a lot of time talking to each other and, and I almost didn't take the job and, and I'm open with that with anybody. 
you know, I almost didn't take this position just because of the possibility of what could be in Marlin and what we could do. Um, well, you know, ultimately what it came down to was, you know, if you're going to what if, or what if we win state and what if, you know, we go and do this. And well, if you're going to what if one side, you're going to, you better what if the other side. So ultimately is what it came down to in my eyes that, um, you know, well, what if we don't win state, you know, what if we go over, you know, what if, what if we have a, a, a key player that gets injured, you know, so now, you're really changing things in Marlin and this opportunity may not come up again. So as far as why I took the job, you know, a big part of it was the superintendent that was here that, you know, I tasked to just hire a new superintendent uh, two weeks before he hired me. And, uh, you know, I believed in him and I believed in what he wanted to do uh, with the district. And he was, he was willing to let me be me. And that's the biggest thing I was really looking for was, um, you know, don't, don't try to constrain me to a box. Let me be me because I, one of my fortes, I believe, is, you know, I just build relationships with kids. And, and uh, that's really been the, the biggest turnaround, you know, for the second part of your question is why have the kids changed is because of those relationship buildings. You know, me and Coach Reese were the only two that got here early. And, you know, I, Coach Reese is a kid magnet. And, you know, whenever, you know, me and him get here, we, we hit the hallways. Um, hey, why aren't you playing? You know, what's going on? Well, there was just a lot of relationship issues previously uh, with the head coach and, and, you know, nothing negative against the guy. I don't even know the guy. So, you know, but from the, what I kept being told is just, just relationship issues. So you know, the biggest turnaround was, you know, from, from seeing these kids and learning these kids and learning their parents and the community, they just needed some love. They needed some confidence. And, you know, we get in here and we tell them, Hey, this is what we are going to do. And we didn't come here to lose. Like I, I don't lose. And, and I told them that looked them straight in their eyes. Like I don't lose. Coach Reese said the no, same thing. Like I'm not here to lose. So the confidence in them instilled, I'm sorry, confidence in us instilled confidence in them. And, you know, they, they came, they were here every day working hard. We had kids calling each other. Why aren't you at workouts? And, and, you know, as y'all know, whenever kids start taking leads on things, you know, that's when things really start to happen. And that, that took over early in the summer. And that's why we were able to make the, the leaps that we've made as quick as we have coach part of it had to be the fact that you could be a wampus cat too right (laughs) (laughs) i'm not gonna lie like it was one of those like what is a wamp? everybody said he had to look it up like i had no idea but you know i did know prior to the the opportunity i did know that there was only one wampus cat in the state of texas so i did know that but other than that yeah that that you know always is a is a funny conversation a good conversation starter you know, for people, it's like, you know, what is a wampus cat? And you got to go through explaining that. And they're like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. You know, because there's a thousand bulldogs and a th- hundred lions, you know, but there's only one wampus cat. So, yes. <laughs> hey, uh, off to a 4 0 start, as we mentioned, to get to 5 0, you got to go win a game against Kearns. Tell us a little bit about that club and, and uh, what, uh, you know, what, what, what Friday night might look like. So, you know, let me, let me back up because it's uh, part of the answer to this question is what you asked me earlier. You know, why did I take this job? Well, because. I knew I was familiar with three of the teams that were in here, actually four, because they were they were in our same district in Marlin. You're talking about Kearns, Cayuga, Italy, and uh, um, there's one more. I can't think off top. I'm sorry, but um, so those four, those three teams that we had played, uh, I was familiar with, and I was like, okay, I was like, well, you know, I'm, I'm familiar with them. We can we can do something with them. I, I'm I've already formed the game plan. You know, things could change. I understand that every week. But, um, you know, at least I have some familiarity with them. So, you know, talking about Kearns, I remember last year in Marley, you know, they were 
They played hard. Um, you know, they're very well coached, and and there's not much different from from them this year. Um, you know, we're gonna they're gonna give us their best, and that's what we got to tell our kids every week: is Hey, we're the undefeated team. People are gonna are gonna look at us and like, oh, well, y'all haven't played anybody, so we're gonna prove to you that you haven't played anybody. And we're like, all right, come on. So that's kind of the way the attitude our kids have, have taken on. But but as far as you know, Kearns, like I said. They're they're not a bad team, you know. People want to look at them, and people want to look at records, and you know, there's a lot more to teams than records. So, you know, you start really looking at them. They got a good quarterback; he can spin it a little bit. They got a running back who can move a little bit. Um, you know, up front they're big, so you know they just. I think they're on the cusp of really putting things together. Um, so that could be this week. It could be next week. It could be next year. I'm not sure, but uh, they definitely have some tools over there, and you know, they're they're a threat to anybody at any given week that. Um, they can go and they can mess some things up district-wise. Well, it's it's a great start. It's a lot of fun to watch, and uh, we uh, we uh, congratulate you on the start and wish you uh, continued success. Well, I, I appreciate it, guys. I mean, like I said, uh, I always tell everybody, you know, we got some great kids here, and you know, they've just bought into what what we're saying. Like I said, I, I, all credit goes to my coaching staff. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't be able to do anything without them, and they're they're really killing it every day and, and getting out there and and you know, getting these kids to to trust them and listen to what we're saying. So, man, I appreciate you guys calling us and giving me the opportunity to talk about our program. Ricky, as always, it's a pleasure. We'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. Thank you. you bet. One. Uh, Ricky Torres, the uh, head football coach and athletic director of the Itasca Wampus Cats, off to a 4-0 start, looking for a 5-0 start when they take on Kearns this weekend. Uh, 8-12, we will continue talking to football. Let's go back to the CNC Collision Center text line. We got a couple here. Corey says, what's Corey say? Corey says, "Hey, dude, give him, uh, give him some love. The cat is two and zero versus good teams. He's talking about uh, Cooper Rush. Uh, here's another one. Football junkie says, "What's he say? I'm not a cowboy fan, but just plain devil's advocate here. Let's say the Cowboys go six and one with Rush. Do the Cowboys go back to Dak? Interesting. Yes. <laughs> Watch that real quick for you, Ward." Now, look, hey, when Tony Romo went down, they stayed with a fourth-round pick in Dak. Yeah. They did, didn't they? They did. <laughs> They're not staying with Cooper Rush. They've got too much invested in Dak Prescott. They got a lot invested in Dak Prescott. All right, uh, 8-13, 13 minutes after 8. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We're glad you're with us, Tom Ward and uh, and Ryan and Thank you so much for being a part of the program. Hey, looking for a great place to go have some lunch today? Why not check out Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers? They're at 1810 Herring. They serve the best burgers in Waco. And I'm not sure if it's the seasoning they put on the burger or or what the case is. But, man, it's just a – you know, it may be that flat top that they cook them on. I, I don't know. Uh, I do know this. They don't, uh, they, they don't prepare the burger – until you order the burger. So, in other words, it has not been sitting 45 minutes under a heating lamp. It uh, It's cooked right there when, when you place that order. And, uh, and and that's a cool thing. And they're going to cook it and prepare it just the way you want it. Whether you want, maybe you want onions, maybe you don't. Maybe you want those onions grilled, maybe you don't. Maybe you want jalapenos. Well, you can get a jalupeno on that on that burger if you want uh tomatoes i mean whatever you want they're gonna put it on there or whatever you don't want they're gonna they're gonna do that for you as well it's prepared just the way you want it and of course you're gonna have a tremendous opportunity to break down the cooper rush performance today 
look ahead to the Baylor Iowa State game. They're, I mean, it's like a sports talk show going on inside Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers with David in the game. Check them out today. They're at eighteen ten Herring. If you want to call in that order and go through the drive through, you certainly can. You're going to miss all the great conversation. But you can do that. It's 753-1603. That's 753-1603. Remember, they also do catering. So you can have Double R do burgers for you, or they can do chicken fried steaks for you. Whatever you want, they can do it at Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers, 1810 Herring, and tell them we sent you by. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Because I would need to come by at about 6 or 6.15 a.m. to pick up breakfast tacos. Now, given the fact that I am zero help to Lark and Tom, really, in any (laughs) way, like, I think what they'd really appreciate, even more than me being on time, because I think they'd be fine if I, like, was running late or something, if I came bearing gifts. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. When you bought your home, it was a big and emotional investment. The last thing you want to discover is termites or any wood-destroying insect causing damage. At 855-BUGS, we understand the value of a safe home, and we want to protect you and your loved ones from all the pests that live in hidden places. Let us ensure your home is protected with a full inspection, preventative treatment, and a comprehensive ongoing treatment plan to stay ahead of termites and all pests. Visit 855-BUGS.com to learn more about our promise to protect your home and family. Are you frustrated with rising costs of eating out? Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House comes to the rescue. Meat Eater Monday. One meat with two sides for only $8.90 Tuesday. Buy a Texas Tater at regular price and get the second for half price. Pork Loin Wednesday. A pork loin plate for just $7.69. Try the new Porky Pig Tater with succulent pulled pork and save $3 off your order. Texas size value. Available every day from Waco's number one barbecue. Uncle Dan's Barbecue in Hewitt and in Waco. My house has a new glow. I love my wind. With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. 
is Greg Hill, General Manager of Mission Golf Cars, the nation's number one EasyGo golf car dealer. We are proud to announce the opening of our newest store in Waco, Texas, offering the full line of EasyGo and Cushman vehicles for the golf course, the neighborhood, the beach, the farm, and industry. Mission Golf Cars has the knowledge and experience to handle all of your golf car needs from sales and service to leasing and rentals. But our true expertise is in our commitment to our customers' experience. Mission Golf Cars, now open at Bagby and Highway 6. Stop in today for a test drive or check us out at missiongolfcars.com. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced Leveling Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Mission Golf Cars, and Asco Equipment in Belton. All right, 19 minutes after eight. What do y'all, what do you think, Ward? Is it sky hockey? I mean, what, what, <laughs> what, what are we talking about today? Yeah. We've got all these deep conversations. About farm oh, fresh by, eggs. Yeah, and uh, by cake. the way, that coffee cake was terrific. Thank you, Stephanie. Farm You're fresh right. instead of you store know, buying. Yeah. Well, instead because, of the ones that you have to, you know, drill put, a hole in put and stuff into put stuff preservatives into. in the chicken. Yeah, you you can buy those preservatives and just feed it to the chicken. That's what I heard. I don't know, but I made y'all coffee cake because y'all said I'd never bring you breakfast. There you yeah. go. I'm telling there you. There you go. All right. All right. Well. What, what are we talking about? Well, it's very popular elsewhere in the UK, Australia, and it's taken off in the United States, and it is called pole sport, also known as pole dancing. And not like pole dancing. At well, the there's club. been pole dancing for a long, long time. <laughs> I mean, I, and I didn't know it was a sport. I didn't know you, you won a prize for yes, it. Yes, you have to have flexibility, strength. Well, yes, you do. And endurance. And it's not like what you think it is. Like, you're holding on to, you're flipping, and you're climbing up this pole with your legs straight out like horizontal, and you're hanging on. And it is taken off in the United States. It's huge, is it not? Are you looking it up? Yeah, I'm not going to play it, though. It's, it's it was dangerous, dangerously close sport. to the other one. Uh, yeah, an Olympic sport. It's been discussed as an Olympic sport. I don't know why. <sighs> they call it, so they do have like competitions and world competitions, and um, it's called the Miss Pole Dance Competition <laughs> <laughs> or Miss Pole Dance World. And then there's whole pole sport and fitness, and get this, they have now opened it up for men to participate. Well, I'm sure they have. So, but yeah, I mean, you they flip. And they grab. I mean, that's some tough stuff. Oh boy, I'm, I'm not not real sure what to it's, say. It's a fitness activity. Yeah, it there, certainly is. There's <laughs> there's been, you know, like there's certain types of what do you call? I don't want to name them because I don't want to give them. But anyway, the, that you go for a. a <laughs> A certain activity you go to a, this type of gym. Uh huh. There's been these type of gyms opened up as well. Really, it's a good workout. Yes, and so now it's a competition. But I mean, you got to have like what do you? What's that word? Acrobatic. You got to be acrobatic as well, and it's strength. It shows your endurance and strength. Okay, it's a thing. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. It's been a thing for a long, long, <laughs> long time. Well. There is they, competition. They have a international federation. There you go. <laughs> There's just so many ways you can run with this, and <laughs> I'm just not taking the bait. Oh man. Nope. I think you it. ought to. I think you ought to go find a. Let's go find take a, a class and, together, Tom. Let's you go take a class. Take a you class. and Steph take a class together. You and I know both know <laughs> that that pole would collapse if I got on it. 
I'm sure they have like bigger poles. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> Say goodbye, Stephanie. Bye. Happy Monday. Yeah, <laughs> there goes Stephanie. Cake. Oh, the coffee cake was terrific. We appreciate it. Thanks so much. Welcome. <sighs> Boy, how do you? There's about nine million things, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going there. Let's talk about high school football, shall we, uh, Ryan? So yes, let's look, go over the results from the week four pickums. After last week, Tom finished nine and one in his picks last week. Thank you. I finished six and four. Aaron finished six and four, and then Ward finished seven and three. There you go. So, so we'll go over the ten games. First one was Arlington Martin at Temple. Stop. Let's stop. That Arlington Martin football team is a terrific football team. You, you said they were good, yeah. uh, but they really and played well Friday night, didn't they? They did. They played absolutely. I don't want to say flawless, but as close to it as you could possibly get. They played in all three phases of the game, uh, and, and all three phases of the game made a difference. That's a good football team Bob Wagner has. Were the special teams as crazy as we expected? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You better be ready. Well, you know what I was thinking about? Onside uh, kick to start the game, and yeah. then three onside kicks immediately following that after three t- the first three touchdowns. Yeah, I'd say onside kicks were prevalent. I, and here's the thing that I got to thinking about. And got two or three of them, by yeah. the way. Even if they don't, it makes you stop and work probably a little bit more on that, the special team aspect of the game, because you know that they have the capability of doing it. And if you're doing, and doing that, well. yeah, and if you're doing that, you're not working on the other stuff that they do and do well. So, I mean, they, they make it a nightmare for you to prepare. Anyway, so I just wanted to touch base on that game. Then our second game was the Thursday showdown between Waco at Midlothian, where Midlothian took that one. And then Game 3 University played Coppers Cove on the road Friday night and lost 51-18. to And one of the most highly you know, looked-at games across Central Texas on Friday night, China Spring at Connolly. China Spring took that one 51-21 to stay undefeated. La Vega lost at Lorena in a defensive slugfest 14-6. to uh, Whitney traveled to West and lost forty-two to twenty to fall to one and one in district play. And another, probably the top game, one of the top games across the state, or at least at two A. Mart at Centerville, twenty-one twenty. Uh, we talked about it. We said it was going to be arguably a their biggest test of the year, and it turned out to be one of those uh, tough tests. We'll talk to Kevin Hoffman on the uh, Kevin Hoffman show uh, later in the week. And I'm going to talk about that. I mean, I'm I'm curious because uh, that that Ward they they don't play four quarters a whole lot in Mart, but they certainly had to on Friday night uh, in Centerville to get that win. Well, and they'll be a better football team because of it. Absolutely, they will. Then our eighth game was Colleen Shoemaker at Lake Belton, an amazing district showdown. Colleen Shoemaker hands Belt Lake Belton their first loss of the year in a 34-33 final. Mm-hmm. Then. Harker Heights at, o- at Odessa Permian led 27-7 at one point and then gave up 21 straight points to lose 28-27 to Permian. And then our 10th and final game, Academy with a big win at 4A Salado, 37-15. Yep. And I'll mark that Tom was the only one to pick Academy. I, I, well, I, I talked to Chris Lancaster every week, and he just felt good about where his football team was and where the and where they were. I mean, there was, you know, they started off, what, 0-2 or something like that? And there was absolutely zero panic with with the program, and 
Chris has been there, done that, and got a T-shirt. So I, 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 I really did. I thought they were going to be fine, and they went out and and uh, and won the football game. So good for them. So where are we at for the year? So the standings are pretty tight after week four. Tom, you sit in first place, twenty-seven and thirteen. Aaron and I sit at twenty-six and fourteen, and Ward just behind at twenty-five and fifteen. Getting pencil whipped again. There you go. I mean, Aaron fills out. Fills out his on on Saturday morning while he's doing the scoreboard shows when his gets filled out. Well, yeah, and and he still went six and four. <laughs> so, hello. All right, there you go. It's uh, eight twenty six. We're uh, twenty six after eight o'clock. Uh, more football conversation coming up in uh, in the next segment. We'll talk about where Dak Prescott is. Are we surprised that the Cowboys are talking about Dak coming back next week if he's physically ready? Would you bring him back next week? We'll yes. talk about it. Uh, we'll talk about it next here on ESPN Central Texas. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2022. So here comes third and five. Only heard here. Inside the 10. Brady and the gun third down. Snap back. All season. Looking around. Flushed out. Parsons has second. Parsons again. Monday night. It's your Cowboys and the New York Giants. Live from MetLife Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Cowboys, Giants, Monday night at 6 on ESPN Central Texas. Is $4 gas and high-priced groceries eating into your pocketbook? Afraid how much longer you'll be able to purchase a firearm for protection or sporting needs? Then you need to head out to the Real Texas Gun Show at Harker Heights Event Center October 1st and 2nd. They have all types of firearms and all the ammunition you need. It's air-conditioned and family-friendly. Bring the kids. Head out and check out the new freeze-dried food vendors for long-term food needs. That's the Real Texas Gun Show Saturday, October 1st, 9 to 5, and Sunday, October 2nd from 10 to 4 at the Harker Heights Event Center. Don't miss out on the Fiesta Mex Delicious specials going on now at La Fiesta in Waco. From Fiesta fried ribs tossed in honey chipotle barbecue sauce drizzled with chipotle mayo to the all-new Lotes Esquite jalapeno roasted corn. Plus our other new Berea menu. Exquisite savory dishes full of culture and tradition like the all-new Berea enchiladas. And don't forget about their all-new fried ice cream topped with chocolate caramel sauce. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Located on Franklin Avenue in Waco. Your first word in sports. Game time. Weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We're here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Ricoh, Xerox, Konica Minolta, Canon, Kyocera, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is with an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 85. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com ESPN Radio Sports Center I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update 
Brett Maher booted a 50-yard field goal as time expired to give the Cowboys a 2017 win over the Cincinnati Bengals. The Texans, meanwhile, lost in Denver 16-9. There are two games in the NFL tonight, Tennessee at Buffalo and Philadelphia hosting Minnesota. Baylor is 17 this week in both college football polls. Kentucky moved ahead of Oklahoma State in the AP poll. Otherwise, the top 10 remains the same as last week. A 5-3 loss by the Rangers at Tampa Bay gave the weekend series and season series to the Rays. The Rangers are at home for the next six games starting tomorrow against the Angels. The Astros blasted Oakland 11-2. Houston clinched the playoff spot over the weekend and now goes after the American League West title and home field advantage through the American League Championship Series, playing at Tampa Bay tonight. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back into the program. This is game time. From the Allen Samuels Studios, Tom Ward and Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Don't forget, coming up at 3 this afternoon, it'll be uh, the one, the only voice of the Bears, John Morris, at 4 o'clock. We'll have Matt Mosley. Uh, and uh, I was suspect that John is going to have uh, some of the audio from today's press conference with Dave Aranda that we'll have uh, coming up uh, a little later on today. So we'll, we'll have that for you. And I suspect again that uh, John will bring you some of the uh, some of the audio from the um, the Dave Aranda press conference. All right, uh, and I I saw this today, and I was a little surprised by it. And it, and it's Stephen Jones. I'm assuming yesterday on the pregame show on the on the uh, flagship station in Dallas KRLD FM said that Dak could be back in week three or week four. Are you surprised by that statement? Well, I was. I mean, I'm surprised by it because we heard initially that it was not going to be that. So, um, But am I shocked by the Cowboys wanting to rush him back? No, it's the Cowboys and it's Jerry Jones. So, you know, there's that. Um. I just, again, if he's not 100% ready, I don't rush Dak Prescott back just because that's supposed to be, you're paying him to be a franchise quarterback. You want to go in there and, and have him, you know, completely ruin that thumb for good? Yeah, I mean, if he plays, in my opinion, he plays only because he cannot do any further damage to the thumb. Uh, that's it. That's the only way he plays it is if he cannot do any further damage to the thumb. If it's not, look, if he has some, some discomfort and some pain and can still play without doing any further damage and he can handle it, go, go play. But if he's got an opportunity to do further damage to the thumb, we're talking about one more week, seven more days, whatever the case may be. You let Cooper Rush go into, to, New York on Monday night and play it, it, it the way I look at it. I mean, and I think Mike McCarthy is thinking the same way because the article did say that McCarthy is, you know, trying to keep Dak away from practice because he doesn't want Dak to be tempted to rush back and, and, and start throwing a football when he doesn't need to be in those type of things. So, mm-hmm. but I was surprised when, you know, cause you know, initially we heard, 
you know, six to eight weeks, and then we heard, well, it could be sooner than, than that. And How could anything out of Jerry Jones' mouth surprise you at this well, point? Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's an awfully good point, but uh, uh, I don't know. I, I just it, – it, part of me says, you know what, keep him, keep him over there and let's be 3,000% sure that, that's, that he's ready to go. I mean, I don't know. Uh, and, and does it matter in your opinion, how Cooper rush played yesterday versus the Cincinnati Bengals in in their decision-making process? Couldn't, but you got to take, you got to take the best interest in your football team. How Cooper rush did. Yeah. Well, Cooper rush did yesterday has nothing to do with is that Prescott ready or not? Good point. Good point. We'll find out. We'll find out what direction the Cowboys go. Plus, he has an additional day. I don't know if that day means anything or not. It's a Monday night game uh, on the road. So, an additional day to, to heal? Does that matter? And when do they have to make the decision, Ward? I would think by Wednesday, wouldn't they, to make sure Cooper, if he's going to be the guy, that he gets the the snaps with the ones in practice? Yeah, I would think that would be the latest you could – spin and, and change it I, I don't I don't know how you could do it any later does Dak Prescott need any snaps let's well, say Cooper. yes yes absolutely he does absolutely he does part of the reason why you saw in week one the lack of efficiency in that Cowboys offense is because they didn't take any snaps in the preseason I'm sorry say what you want but when they don't get to play in the preseason, you're not ready for the regular season. You're just not, and you're not going to be a good football team. And, and that was the conversation on a lot of the pregame shows and particularly a lot of the halftime shows yesterday was that you saw poor play before because of the lack of participation in preseason games with just having the three games and, you know, uh, and in in. in that fine line between hey we don't want to go out and get a you know get a key player injured in a meaningless preseason game Give and me a break it's the game of football and preparing to play football and preparing to play football there's a fine line uh, well i don't i don't you know erase that line for me either you go out and you play the game at a high level or just decide to go do something else go work at home depot just play the game the way it's meant to be played so you would put your starters out there absolutely for- for 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 those games, I'm, I'm getting them. Yes, absolutely, I am. Corey says, but if he's ready, there's zero chance he doesn't play because he makes too much money in Jerry's ego. Jerry can't be wrong. That's a good point, Corey. Uh, let's see. Here's Jay uh, Grumpy old fan, uh, and he says, "Is there any way to bet the cow that the Cowboys will make the wrong decision with respect to Dak?" I, I'd like to retire early, and that sounds like a sure bet. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, why rush Dak back? He, he's not accurate with a good thumb, let alone a thumb that is not fully healed. Okay. Go along with that one as well. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I here's what I think. I think they've got to get some snaps. I think as a unit, they got to get some snaps in preseason. I think they've got to play some in preseason. But we would also be screaming bloody murder if somebody goes out, separates a shoulder when they're playing 
in uh, early August for no particular reason. I'm okay with it if you're going to be a better football team because of it. Not going to scream bloody murder. I'm okay with it. Go out and play the game the way it's meant to be played. And again, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a hug that fence really tight because I you know again I are are, I mean, we, are we okay if Dak gets if gets a separated shoulder in when he's playing? Against? Yes, it's the game of football. You take chances. Absolutely, I'm okay with it. Okay, you're going to be a better football team because of it. Well, you're going to be a team that's prepared to play on Monday, on the first weekend of the season. I agree with that. More prepared to play. And you get better each and every week. Uh, you're a better football team because of it. Would you play them in all three of the preseason games? Yes. And maybe, nobody does that. Maybe not the last one. But, you know, if you had four, certainly not the last one. You, you only got three now with the new contract. Then I'd, you know, maybe put him out there for a series in the third one. Maybe not, depending on if I've if I've completely made up my mind on the total roster. But yes, I put him out there. And is Dak entry prone? That's a great possibility. I mean, thumb, calf, shoulder, ankle. shoulder, ankle. Well, and ankle. I know, but you know, good gracious, that's an injury. It is, and it was a freak injury. Uh, I don't know. Is is he injury prone? I don't know. <laughs> he he certainly seems to be injured. Uh, so you better have a backup quarterback. Deshaun Lee 2.0. <laughs> it could be. All right, Cowboys and the uh, Giants coming up on Monday night. We'll we'll find out. But I did find it interesting that the that there's conversation that he could you know miss one game. That's it. And that was and it was Cincinnati and it's a game the Cowboys won. Are they going to come out of this better than we all anticipated? You know, look, there was conversation that the season was done. You heard six to eight weeks. Cooper Rush is the backup quarterback. We're not going to get any veteran. This is a done deal. The season is over. Get ready for 23. And now it's one or two weeks. They're one and one. And your starter may be back on Monday night. If not, he'll be back the following week. I don't think there's any doubt he's back after the Giants game, don't you? If they're talking about having him ready for the Giants game? I, again, it's Jerry Jones. I don't know. And this this actually, to be to be fair, this was actually Steven that, that said this three to four weeks. Well, of course it was. It's the narrative in the, in the front office, isn't it? In the front office, it's the well. Jones family. <laughs> He has access to Johnny Walker Blue, too. <laughs> oh, there you go. I, <laughs> I knew it was coming. I just didn't know when. 841, 19 away from 9. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. We'll have the game for you next Monday night at uh, 6 o'clock right here on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, let's take a minute and talk about our good friends over at Circle Drug, 3211 Robinson Drive. Look, if you want to call in a prescription and have it ready for you, Here's the phone number, 662-0774, 662-0774. Here's what I love about Circle Drug. They're locally owned, they're an independent pharmacy, and they're a pharmacy that truly cares about their customers and taking care of their customers, treating them like friends, treating them like family. That's what they do at Circle Drug. They offer, well, they offer delivery to your home or to your office. You don't, You can call it in. 
have your doctor call it in or you call in a refill or whatever the case may be, and then they're going to bring it to your home or to your office absolutely free. That's what they do at Circle Drug. I prefer to go there. I prefer to see them and talk to them and, and visit with them, and you can do that. You can go inside. You can go through the drive through When you go through the drive through maybe you're third in line, they're going to come out to your car or your truck and ask you what's going on, how can we help you, and all that good stuff. And make sure you're taken care of because they know that your time is valuable to you. They're also... They also have a walk-up window, and if you need them to, they'll come out to the car. It's that kind of service that separates Circle Drug. Have you ever had a pharmacist at one of these big shops or stores say, yeah, I'll run that out to you. I know you're you're out in the parking lot and you're way out there by the gas pumps. Yeah, let me, let me get – no, that doesn't happen. They will at Circle Drug. 3211 Robinson Drive. Tell them we sent you by. Recently on Game Time. Joined by Academy head coach Chris Lancaster. I respected that man. I, I had the opportunity to work for him for six years, uh, two at Kentucky, and he brought us all from Kentucky to Baylor, and I uh, had four more years at Baylor. I just respect the, the heck out of Guy Morris, and I really respect how he treated the players. And those kids, they felt the love. And, and so he was a great father figure to all our kids. I just enjoyed my time with them. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. Elevate your career with a new job at Versalift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. Versalift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. This is Greg Hill, General Manager of Mission Golf Cars, the nation's number one easy-go golf car dealer. We are proud to announce the opening of our newest store in Waco, Texas, offering the full line of easy-go and Cushman vehicles for the golf course, the neighborhood, the beach, the farm, and industry. Mission Golf Cars has the knowledge and experience to handle all of your golf car needs, from sales and service to leasing and rentals. But our true expertise is in our commitment to our customers' experience. Mission Golf Cars, now open at Bagby and Highway 6. Stop in today for a test drive or check us out at missiongolfcars.com. Game time. Weekday 7 to 9 is your first word in local sports. Are you in the market to buy or sell a home and need an agency to deliver excellent results? Camille Johnson Realtors is excited to assist you with one of the most important decisions for you and your family. Whether it be residential or farm and ranch properties, Camille and her all-star team of agents are ready to help buyers and sellers through what can be a stressful period in their lives. Enjoy the multiple listings, community and school information, and photos of the area on their website, CamilleJohnson.com. Camille Johnson Realtors is a proud supporter of Baylor Athletics. Did you know the average American pays over $500 a month for their car payment? What would you do if you didn't have to make that payment for 90 days? Where else could you use $1,500? Keep your car payments at Genco. Buy new or refinance your current vehicle and have no payments for 90 days. Take advantage of our low rates and no payments for 90 days. Only at Genco. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies insured by NCUA. My money, my future, my credit union. Genco. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. Brett Maher booted a 50-yard field goal as time expired to give the Cowboys a 2017 win over the Cincinnati Bengals. The Texans, meanwhile, lost in Denver 16-9. There are two games in the NFL tonight, Tennessee at Buffalo and Philadelphia hosting Minnesota. Baylor is 17 this week in both college football polls. Kentucky moved ahead of Oklahoma State in the AP poll. Otherwise, the top 10 remains the same as last week. A 5-3 loss by the Rangers at Tampa Bay gave the weekend series and season series to the Rays. The Rangers are at home for the next six games starting tomorrow against the Angels. The Astros blasted Oakland 11-2. Houston clinched the playoff spot over the weekend and now goes after the American League West title and home field advantage through the American League Championship Series playing at Tampa Bay tonight. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Time for the Grab Bag on Game Time. Eight forty-seven. We are thirteen minutes away from nine. It's a Monday morning. We're presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Your friend in the car business. It's time to talk about Ward's favorite subject of all time. That's the Associated Press Top Twenty-Five, where one week you're a bad team and the next week you're a great team. The Penn State Nittany Lions get that that uh, distinction. They're up to number fourteen in the land. Ward White, so they're now a terrific football team, one of the elites in the country. Yeah, good for them. (laughs) Oh, it just tickles me. Georgia's number one, Alabama's two, Ohio State three. Everybody okay with that? Yeah, Yeah. I am. Because they're all going to be in the playoffs anyway, Mm, right? Yeah, that means. Doesn't matter. One of them plays their way out, the best way to put it. Obviously, uh, are they – I don't know the divisions. Ryan, when, well, I'm going to run through this, but look up real quick, Georgia and Alabama. Are they both in the east or both in the west? Are they in separate divisions? I, what I'm trying to figure out is could they meet in the SEC title game? And if so, does that matter? If they both get there, I don't think it matters. I think they are both will be in the playoff. Yeah, uh, Georgia's in the SEC east and Bama's in the West. They played each other in the SEC Championship last year. That's right. That's right. They played each other three times last year. Wait, no, they didn't. Did they play in the regular season? I don't remember. They at least played twice. Well, the bottom line is, if those two teams meet for the SEC title, don't they both end up in the tournament anyway, college football playoff tournament? I think they do. I, I don't think there's any doubt. Michigan is number four. Uh, Clemson 5, Oklahoma moves up to 6, USC is 7, Kentucky is 8, Oklahoma State 9, Arkansas is in at 10. And did Missouri State give Arkansas fits or what? That was kind of funny that Bobby Petrino makes his return, came in on a motorcycle. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm kidding. (laughs) Stop. Uh, But Missouri State did give Arkansas all they wanted. Uh, anything, let's see, where, what else do we have that would jump off the page? Utah is number 13. Uh, Oregon climbs to 15. Baylor is 17. And ironically, the team that they beat in the uh, Sugar Bowl a year ago is uh, Ole Miss, and they're at number 16. Washington is 18. BYU uh, drops to 19. I think that's the biggest drop by any team in the country. As they went from, I think, what, 10 to 19 or something like that, Ryan? 
Uh, the biggest drop mm-hmm. was was Miami. Oh, Miami, they, okay. Because they, they were 13, they lost to Anim and dropped down to 25. So 12 spots is the biggest drop. Okay, but BYU made a made a plunge. They're the second biggest drop. Yep. Uh, Texas is 22. The Aggies are 23, and uh, as you said, the uh, Hurricanes are 25. But I don't know about you guys. I, I thought the way uh, the Aggies played defense uh, on Saturday night, uh, man, that, that's tough to move the football on those guys. They, they, I thought they played really, really well. They did. And, and look, they needed that, right? Sure. They uh, needed that in a bad way. Wasn't that the message to everybody? Pump the brakes. Yeah, we, we stumbled around against App State. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're okay. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It, that's the message. Yeah, they made the change of quarterback with Max Johnson, but I mean, the offense didn't really look that much different with him. But again, it was his first start with the Aggies, so it could develop into something there. Seventeen points, but you know what? They, they only needed ten because they only gave up nine. Uh, that's pretty darn impressive. Uh, and the, and that house was rocking. Make no mistake <laughs> about it. That place was rocking. Wildest game? Does that go to App State and Troy? A wildest finish Probably, for sure. Yeah. Man, oh man. Uh, Kansas and Houston early swapping touchdowns. Mm. It's just hard to say that, isn't mm. it? Kansas swapping touchdowns yeah. with anybody. And Kansas, Kansas up, scoring. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of a difficult thing to say. They put up 48, yeah. and that's their lowest scoring output of the season so far. Think about that one. <laughs> Houston must be really bad. Are we not going to give Lance Leipold any any no. credit for building that thing back up a little bit and making them? I don't, you know, look, no one gave him a chance to win more than two. I know you're right, and they're going to win more than three, and <laughs> they are. It's a different KU football team than we're accustomed to seeing. Who's on their schedule? Who's left? They got Duke this week. And who is also unbeaten, by the way. Yeah. Well, again, hello to the transfer portal. Go look at the KU lineup. There's there's a lot of guys that were on different teams in that KU lineup. You can get well with with the portal. And I don't think that the, the – How many do they win this year? You going out there yet? You going to go on a limb? Can, I, I mean, got they time to, to Can it. they get to five? They, They're at three. Yeah, I think they can. I think they beat Duke at home, don't they? Mm. I th- mm, yeah, they beat Duke. At home. That's four. Where, where's the TCU game? TCU is uh, at Kansas. At, at KU. TCU's 3-0. and I know, but I'm, I'm trying to figure out the games that they have a chance in. I You know, although I'll say this, they went on the road and beat Houston. Went on the road and beat West Virginia. West Virginia is not very good. They've, they they desperately got a win against Townsend. Which I'm surprised. Yeah. we got time. Let's go through real quick. So they so they have Duke at home, and we feel pretty good that they could win that and start 4-0. And then they start conference play hosting Iowa State. Is that a win or loss? No. No. I, I got the Hawkeyes winning that one. And then they – I, mean, I, I said Hawkeyes, Cyclones. And then they host TCU – I, I I give them a chance in that game. No, I give TCU the game. And right. and then they're uh, at Norman to take on Oklahoma. No, that isn't. No. And then October 22nd, they are here in Waco to take on the Bears. No, they're not winning that one. And then they host Oklahoma State. No. And then they're 
second to last game. They're at Lubbock to take on Texas Tech. Maybe? No. <laughs> then they host Texas. No. And then their uh, season finale, November 26th, will be at Manhattan to take on their in-state rivals, Kansas State. No. No, I don't. I don't think so either. But I, I tell you what. So they don't win a conference game. I, I got them beating. I, I got them beating. Uh, oh, you got them beating TCU. TCU, and I got them. I got them fighting with Tech. Uh, what did you think about Tech and North Carolina State? Mm. Kind of go the way you thought it would. Yeah, probably. Tech didn't play very well, but they're not there yet. No, they're not. This is his first year. They're mm-hmm. not there yet. Mm-mm. But they beat Kansas. See, you're not giving KU the love that they deserve. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, there's still Kansas in my book. <laughs> Until, but Until so they, proven otherwise. But so three's not gonna. What, what's the Baylor's number? Still the champion of the Big Twelve until proven otherwise. So what would it take for? Is there a particular number that that Leipold and the Jayhawks got to get to? They're already there. Before you say they're 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 they've turned the corner and head and, and they they're heading in the right direction. They've turned the corner. They won three ball games for the right. first time in this century. And two of them on the road. That's and I don't care if you go beat air. If you went on the road, that's impressive. Well, it is. They beat did beat Texas on the road. Last year. Mm-hmm. Certainly did. That's right. So I mean when you start looking at their wins, heck man, they <laughs> Get in an airplane and go. You, you're you're not bad on the road. Mm-hmm. I, I'm telling you, the way I watched a lot of the Houston game, the Kansas offense can, it, it can click. Now, what I don't know what to think about Houston because, like you pointed out, back in the summer that was a a top twenty five team mm-hmm. that everybody gave you know said hey they're going to go win their conference as they make the transition to the Big Twelve. So, I, I don't know. We'll find out. We'll talk more about it coming up tomorrow. Don't forget, John's at 3, Matt Mosley's at 4, uh, Greeny's coming up next, and we'll see you tomorrow morning at 7 on ESPN Central Texas.